This is OPI Talk, the voice of the business products industry. Hello and welcome to the first OPI Talk podcast of 2024. I'm your host, Andy Braithwaite. Now, at the end of January, I paid a quick visit to the Ambienta 2024 trade show in Frankfurt. Following the demise of Paperworld as a standalone event in Frankfurt, this was the second year that Ambienta had included a special working section for the traditional office products segment. I spoke to a number of exhibitors to get their impressions of Ambienta working and for a general business update. The podcast concludes with the thoughts of Messe Frankfurt's Julia Uherik. So I'm here with Walter Johnson, the CEO of Acme United. Walter, good to see you in Frankfurt. What are your initial impressions of Ambiente this year? Well, the first thing, uh, Andy, is that um, I've been pleased with the turnaround, the uh, amount of people here. Uh, We've been, had a consistent uh, group of uh, customers coming in and new customers, some with appointments, but we've been very busy. And um, I'm happy to say that for us, this has been a resounding success. Obviously, you were here last year for the first Ambiente working. How does this year compare or contrast to that? I think it's a lot better this year. Um, last year was the first time we really didn't know um, uh, what to expect. Uh, there were less customers last year. It was more fragmented. Here we're in a hall with um, others in the uh, office products industry, and uh, I think the customers find it to be very efficient to be able to see many suppliers at the same time. Um, so it's been remarkably better. Generally, where are your customers coming from to, to Frankfurt this year? Many of them have been German customers. Um, we had um, a large, two large companies from uh, Holland come this year um, as well. We've had good meetings with uh, two UK customers. Uh, and then there's others from globally, um, Morocco, Turkey, Greece. Uh, it's been um, pretty broad. So I've been happy with that. How's business for you in Europe and then the wider uh, EMEA region? So. Our European business finished a, uh, a good year last year, and um, we're coming into 2024 with what we think is momentum. One of the areas was the uh, the headwinds was the continued reduction of inventory from our uh, customers, and that appears to have worked its way through. And at this point, we're seeing a good order growth. Uh, across the board. Still some geopolitical and macroeconomic issues to, to, to deal with and obviously now we've got the Red Sea uh, issues uh, with shipping through the, the Suez Canal. How does that impact you? Well it does in a number of ways. Uncertainty always raises the cost. Um, adding 10 days to go um, to uh, Europe uh, instead of going through the Suez, not only raises the cost, 
but also reduces the uh, supply of containers. And I think globally that's about 6% reduction, which again, shortages raise cost. Um, in um, the Panama Canal, uh, they've got water problems, and so there's far fewer um, uh, container ships going through each each week, each month, and each week. And so, the LA and Long Beach ports are being um, again heavily used, and we're hopeful that they don't become congested the way they had been. Uh, but it could happen. Um, and whereas the Suez Canal could be back to normal uh, if we get um, uh, the proper peace initiatives in, in place, it's hard to do things with water and the Panama Canal. Yeah. Obviously, you've got U.S. election later this year. That uh, creates a bit, little bit more uncertainty as to the outcome of that and what, what might happen uh, depending on who's elected. I don't think the, uh, the, the presidents of the United States truly change that much in policy. Um, now, to be quite honest, I think there are two old men, neither of which should be running, but that's a personal opinion. Um, but the momentum for like national defense and the, the good for the economy, they make less of an impact than you might think. Sometimes the styles are either more abrasive or, in another case, maybe asleep. But they um, they wind up at the same place. Okay, I'll let our listeners guess who who you were referring to <laughs> with that. Just just um, you know, first aid has been a, I guess, a home run for you in North America. What are your ambitions for for that category in Europe? It will become an increasingly important part of our company globally. And um, in the United States, first aid represents about 50% of our sales. In Canada, it's about, no, it's 60% in the United States, 50% in Canada, and only 10 in Europe. Uh, we're emphasizing more um, in that area and investing in people and products to uh, expand. Of course, they'll be very different than the products that are offered in other places, but the broad categories of safety um, apply everywhere, and we have expertise, deep expertise, to be able to bring to bear. So I would envision in um, five years for us to be somewhere around 30 to 35 percent in Europe uh, first aid, and um, unless we do an acquisition, in which case it might be higher. Okay. So there could be an acquisition in Europe in the first aid category, for instance? Absolutely. Sure. Well, we'd also, uh, the, the, the scissor business, our traditional business, is an excellent one. We found a, an office supply company that was appropriate for us in Europe. We'd buy that too. Um, I certainly don't want to de-emphasize the acquisition strategies on either area, but the first aid piece um, is a very good business for us and one that we're continuing to invest in. Okay, great. Well, Walter, thanks for your time. Appreciate it and enjoy the rest of your stay in Frankfurt. Thank you, Andy. I next spoke with Frank Indenkampen from Novus Dala. Frank, just your impressions of Ambiente this year, perhaps in comparison with, with last year's event? 
So compared to last year's event, um, which was for us the first time um, taking play, uh, taking part in in Ambiente in 2023, this uh, year now is a is a profound improvement in terms of a number of exhibitors from from the industry. Uh, last year there were only five exhibiting; one of them were us. Uh, now we are, I think, uh, about 22 spread in different areas um, so for uh, hall 4.2 for uh, 3.1 and uh, this place here forum when you say 22 those are members of the german trade association is that correct exactly um in the industry association right not trading we are talking about the industry companies right the manufacturers um the place where we are here in the uh, in the forum uh, is is brilliant Nice atmosphere, uh, daylight, um, the uh, catering, I call it the catering island in the center of the place, is, is really nice. Uh, was a good idea from the, from the fair. The fair really supported us in finding a new approach to make this beneficial to everybody. And we supported the, 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 the um, fair as well by giving a lot of input, uh, by really taking a lot of time to, to work together in, for example, in a marketing workshop and so on and so forth. And so I think it is, uh, we are on a good way, on a good way. Although I have to say as well that there are, of course, things that need improvement. For example, yeah? For example? For example, um, it is obviously for some, for some of our visitors, it is hard to find this place for them. Um, and I personally, I, I, and that is really, sorry for that, a piece of criticism. Um, when you are entering uh, the premises here on the uh, main entrance of the fair, you see hall 1 to 12. Nothing about forum, nothing about working and so on and so forth. I think that is a that is a missed a missed opportunity to draw the attention of people to this part of the exhibition as well because according to the concept of the of the of the fair they said you know living and working comes together and so we want they want to give people who are not originally coming from the OPI industry or office product industry, not OPI industry, that's double mixed, uh, um, to, to, to actually make some experiences with the assortments and product portfolios of our industry. Uh, and and if, if we want to make that happen, they should have a, a chance to find us. Um, furthermore, I don't think that forum, just the name, not the place. The place is perfect, but the name forum is not really is not really adequate. Because when I would, if I would be just a visitor of the of the exhibition and I would read forum, I would guess that there is some 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 arena where you can listen to to um, to presentations or or there is might be a convention or something like that. I would not really uh, bring forum with exhibition. Uh, booths in, into connection. Just in terms of business challenges and opportunities, what's what's top of your agenda at, at the moment? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, um, um, I mean we, we have we have had in 2023 was the third year 
of a record-breaking turnover development. So we have definitely uh, product lines where we, um, where we were growing due to price increases. So in terms of um, uh, quantities, we were, we were going down. This is, by the way, uh, uh, development almost everybody faces uh, in, in the industry at, at the moment. But we have, um, especially the, innov the more innovative parts of our portfolio, there we had growth in volumes as well. Um, and that is, a, that is really a good news for us and uh, shows that when you have the right product and the right access to the relevant markets, uh, you still can grow in volume as well. Um, and when we come to 2024, we have, we have again, we have a very ambitious um, growth plan. This time, there, unfortunately, will be no price effects because we keep our prices stable. Um, as I said, it is ambitious, but not unrealistic. On the other, other hand, I have to say that with all the things going going wrong at the moment, um, geopolitically, <clears throat> conflicts everywhere, political turmoil in many of the Western uh, uh, democracies, um, trending towards perhaps being not so democratic in the future, which is my biggest fear, to be honest. That is something, all these things, I mean, you see in the news and, and many people perhaps don't 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 think that that has some, something to do with selling office products, but it has. Yeah, it has it has a, a severe impact on on trade, on on negotiations, on relationships, on the freedom to bring your goods to wherever place. Um, and uh, yeah, that that uh, everything is a little bit uh, under a question mark at the moment, and uh, that is that is a pity. Um, but well, we have to we have to deal to deal with this. We have to cope with that situation, and you know, um, and that is a, that is a good news. You, you you meet lots of people here. You have been knowing for the last I don't know, 10, 10, 15, perhaps twenty years, and all of these people who are all professionals in in, in their uh, relevant fields, they are all happy to be here. They all believe in good relationships free trade, making business, earning money, of course, and they are all worried about what's going on on the political um, uh, agenda. Yeah, and that's all you can say. And uh, the rest is, uh, let's hope for the best. Okay, Frank, good to talk to you. Thanks very much for your time. Appreciate that. Thank you for the visit. So I'm here on the Durable booth with Martina Highland, who's the, the head of communications. Martina, good to see you. Tell me something about uh, this year's Ambiente show. How's it, how has it been for, for Durable and what are your impressions of the show? Uh, we like this year's show really a lot. Uh, it's really interesting. We have a lot of international guests, uh, so it's uh, quite interesting. Of course, we're happy to welcome our known uh, customers, but it's really, really interesting. And we are really, really happy that we can show our first uh, time our new uh, assortment effect because it's something uh, new with a really sustainable uh, material. 
It's, uh, it's made uh, from uh, RPET uh, felt material. So it's quite cool. It uh, has a lot of effects on, on the well-being, on acoustics, on ergonomics, and last mm. but not least on sustainability. So we like a lot. Yeah, I think sustainability is a big thing for you at the moment. You've got this new uh, rethink. I'm not sure, is it a, ca a campaign or a, how, is that how you describe it? Re re your, your rethink strategy, perhaps? Yes, it's something we really have to rethink. As we all know, uh, sustainability is really a mega trend. And of course, we as a company, we want uh, to be responsible. And that's why we really think about our products we already have. So our rethink uh, sustainability concept contains four parts. It's uh, refuse, reuse, recycle and reduce. And that means that we really rethink all the products we already have. Maybe sometimes we could change the material into a material which is more sustainable. And uh, of course we think about new products when we develop or think about new assortments to make them even uh, yeah, more environmental friendly. Mm. Now this is the second year of Ambiente working. How does this year compare with last year? Um, I have to say we, we like a lot of this place here, the Forum, it's really, really nice. And we are really happy to, to have more uh, other companies which really belong to the office environment. Last year we had the impression we, there were not a lot of um, companies like us. That's why this year we really have the impression that it's more the concept of new work and an of office environment, so that means that we really can show a real and comprehensive concept to the customer. You've got a very impressive stand with a you know, rotating display showing, I guess, different areas or, or, or places uh, that you can find your products. Uh, obviously, people listening to this won't be able to see it, but it's uh, decked out into different areas of working or, or, or living. You just is that more of a concept approach to, to customers? So they can, you can demonstrate products in a real environment? Yes, of course, it's all a little bit about uh, digitalization as another mega trend. That means for us, of course, we, we have more and more products for this uh, yeah, working environment. And we want, uh, of course, to point it out in our booth through, too. That's why we have uh, uh, videos, we have uh, different areas to, to show how to use it in a more digital environment. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry for that. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, we want, and, and second, we would like to point out that we really have a strategy behind. That's, we, that's why we have different areas where you can work if you think about home or the office or if you think about the big area of education and that's why we put together our products in these different situations so then you have really the idea uh, what are the products of Drupable and why they work together in such a good way. Okay. All right Martina, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm here with Peter Ashterberg from Joyce, I think, is the, the, the correct name, is the one we should be using. You had a, a, a rebrand uh, probably 12 months ago now, Peter, um, from the Tarifold 3L Probeco brands. Jalima brand. And Jalima brand, sorry. Yeah. H how's that been going and how's that been received by the market? Well, actually, it has been received very well. 
until now. Uh, of course, when you start one year ago, you have to do a kind of rolling change from that perspective. So we are still uh, working on that. I would say about more than 70, 75% of our products have been transferred to Joyce. And in some categories, we still use the Tarifel brand or a Surreal brand. But that's because everybody is so familiar after more than 70 years having these kind of brands on the products. Any, any sense that it was a bit of a risk then to retire these, these well-known names? <laughs> yes, yeah, always a risk. Uh, but I think, you know, we were by an agency very well helped. We also incorporated some of our, call it, industry uh, specialists, uh, which are also our customers, by the way. Yeah, and they also recommended to move to a complete new brand instead of taking one of the existing brands. So that was for me quite an eye-opener because I would have thought, because we are some French people and some Dutch people and some English people, I would have thought that they would have said, oh, take the Tarnful brand or take the... But the conclusion from them was also, they're quite regional brands, I would move to one new brand. So that's also what we did. Okay, now you are, if you don't mind me saying so, something of a veteran of, of, of paper, certainly paper world. <laughs> How has Ambiente 2024 been, been for you? Well, uh, 38 years in the industry, so yeah, you can call me a veteran. Um, oh, Ambiente is very well received. We are very happy to be here. First of all, we are also expressing it once again and showing the George brand. We are in a very nice location, uh, very quiet, good atmosphere, good catering, nice booths. So I would say everything is really good and also good received. A little bit a small comment on that one is we would love to see also some new customers. Mm. We have seen all our regular customers, all our export customers. So that was also, of course, one of the objectives. But new ones would also be good. But that was, I would say, a little bit disappointing. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. There's perhaps not so much opportunity for through traffic. The people have to come here because they know where they're going yeah. and they have an appointment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. From the other hand, networking is also important. And mm. when you have all your people uh, here uh, from all the countries where we are dealing with, it's yeah. also a good benefit to, yeah. to have them here. And of course, we had our we always call it traditional family dinner on Sunday evening. Okay, right. Where, where yeah. all, our, all our export agents uh, mm. are participating. And uh, at the end of that, we always have to drink some uh, vodka because they always bring some <laughs> bottles to us. Okay. <laughs> but it's always yeah. fun, you know, and we yeah. call them family and they also see it as a family. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Switching subjects to sort of the business environment, how, how, how's things for you? Well. Sometimes we have to identify ourselves, who are we today? Uh, mm -hmm. Because as we acquired uh, six months ago a company uh, called Paul Williamson, and we are doing also now piggy banks and key hangers. Mm -hmm. So that's completely different than from office products. Uh, our business is developing really well. Uh, we are growing. We also will grow this year. We have a quite ambitious budget for that one. Mm. Um, but we can also see that uh, some of the parts in the office product industry is a dying one. And mm. filing, filing, everybody knows, is going down. Okay. There we have a kind of last man standing uh, principle. Yeah. So how, how do you sort of adapt to, the, to that changing environment um, in, in terms of product development, uh, looking at New, new areas? New areas, mm. we're looking at new areas. Uh, we also, 
like the key hang is, is sometimes coincidence, but it's uh, injector molding products which fits mm. perfectly into the uh, Jalema facilities. Uh, but we're also looking in other areas. Uh, give an example, we are quite strong in lean management and lean products, which is a different ball game compared to the office products. And we will also do our product development in that direction, not forgetting anything about office. Yeah, so we will also have some new products next year, also in the office range. Okay, Peter, thank you very much. Hopefully see you back here next year. I hope so, and uh, <laughs> thank you, Andy. <laughs> okay, I'm here now with Stuart Seymour from Hopax. Stuart, good to see you again. Hope you've had a, a, a good show. How, how has it been? Uh, how has Ambiente 2024 been for Hopax? Uh, certainly, uh, it's good to be here um, uh, again because we see lots of old faces and friends. Um, many of our distributors took the opportunity to say yes, they'd come, um, and, and that is the key as to why we um, exhibited last year and why we exhibit this year. And I'm pleased to say those who, before the event, said they would come, arranged the meetings, and they've come. I think we've only had one cancellation this year at the last minute, and that's better than it used to be. So I'm um, very happy with the turnout from the people who um, said they were coming. Obviously, this is the second year of Ambiente working. Last year, let's just say, um, it, it, was a, it was a new event, perhaps not in ideal circumstances over in Hall 4.2. Now there's a, a separate hall for the sort of stationary and office uh, categories. How, how is the? What are the, some of the main differences between this year and last year? Yeah, I think um, of course last year it was new because it was very different from um, what we'd been used to for many years um, uh, with the Paper World Fair. But it was good to come back because obviously there wasn't the um, Paper World Fair in 2021 and 20. 22, so we needed to um, uh, have a presence last year. We were in 4.2, very different in terms of many more people walking uh, around um, uh, and coming and visiting uh, the booth, so a lot of footfall, um, uh, which surprised us in terms of how many actual visitors we had last year, because we always monitor the number of visitors, and it was more than we'd been used to seeing with Paper World. The only thing that we felt at the end of the show was we'd seen quite a lot of people who weren't necessarily our potential customers and as a result of that when we were making the decision should we exhibit this year it was a yes we should exhibit but if there's a, a location which might bring more of the customers and potential customers that we wanted want to meet then we should be there and that is exactly what Hall 2 this year has given us because you're with other key office uh, tradition more traditional office products um, suppliers what about in terms of through traffic and, and footfall I'm hearing that it could have been perhaps better than it has been would you agree uh, to, to be honest um, because of such a busy year last um, year 
This hall too is much, much quieter, but in some ways it's more refined because you're able to sit and in the background there's a little murmur of conversation, but you've been able to have those meetings without too many people walking onto the stand and um, being uh, around you. So you've had a better quality of meeting, less meetings I'm sure, but um, certainly we've seen a lot of the people that we wish to see okay. and, and that's been the key for us. Sounds like your expectations have been met. Certainly from my point of view they've been met. We'll have a review later uh, today to see if um, uh, colleagues from uh, other parts, uh, Asia and um, Latin America and the United States, uh, have seen uh, 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 enough visitors, but certainly they seem to have been um, uh, quite busy, so there have been the visitors from Australia and Colombia and Brazil and Argentina and other places that um, we would like to see. Yeah. Now, something I've noticed on a, a lot of stands here is strong sustainability messaging and uh, HOPEX you're, you're, you're no different. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the initiatives uh, you, you have and sort of in, in general your, your strategy around sustainability. Yeah, there's, there's um, I think two parts to um, this. There's one looking at it from a market perspective. In Europe certainly, and it is Europe that is driving it from our point of view, um, we have been um, uh, very conscious of key customers of ours saying that they want the sustainable options. And uh, in my own particular um, uh, situation, I think and look, well, what's the planet going to be like in 2050 if we don't do things now in the right way? So I've been um, very passionate about um, uh, the idea of we have to move forward. And Taiwan, uh, uh, the parent company, have uh, responded very positively and in 2020 they set up the first sustainable development goals. So anybody can see on the wall there um, in terms of the progress we're making. And from a personal point of view, it won't be the politicians that makes the difference in terms of to uh, whether the planet gets better. They can set um, some sort of um, uh, climate for it to uh, improve, but it will be the manufacturers, the supply chain, um, offering to the market an environmentally friendly option, an environmentally friendly packaging, and that's exactly why we have developed that those sustainable development goals. And it's audited by a third party who uh, can then basically give the information and those measurements so that somebody can see whether the CO2 emissions are going down and that the solar panels are doing some work to help on the uh, electricity that we're using and that the water um, waste is being reduced. So all those areas which are key to making something happen, um, we're working on and it's a work in process, there's still a long way to go but I'm positive that it's the direction we have to go as a company and the way that the market would want us to go. Yeah. Okay. L last question, any particular priorities or initiatives for you this year? Yeah, I, th I, I think the initiative um, uh, this year is getting more um, customers to offer the plastic-free packaging developments that we have, both whether it's uh, the recycled uh, notes or the FSC certified notes, um, because we really want to reduce that um, uh, uh, plastic uh, consumption because of the effect on the um, uh, ocean life. And um, uh, that is, again, where 
we see a, 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 a responsibility from our point of view and the supply chain of our customers of at least offering the market that um, uh, and a certain percentage hopefully of the uh, buyers being of a younger generation will hopefully say yes I think that's what we should be doing. Okay, all right, good stuff. Stuart, good to talk to you as always, and uh, best of luck for the rest of the year. Thank you very much, Andy. Very good to see you again, and uh, thank you for all the good work that OPI do. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so I'm with Marcus Bone from Taser. Marcus, you've been here for a few days at the Ambiente Show. What's your reaction? Good morning, Andy. Uh, very good um, fair, I must say. It's like very a uh, lot of open booth that we have here in the forum. It's like we are missing a bit of, um, of of the crowd strolling through it and discovering new items and less B2B customers. But I must say, every talk that we have here with our customers is extremely open, very honest, very fruitful, and I think also quite cheering for us because like they customers they see our uh, sustainable journey at Tesa mm. and they see like what we are bringing up the novelties and so it's a lot of fun okay in terms of the international mix of, of visitors to your booth how has that been well it's like because of the strike the first days a lot of German uh, dealers were not attending the fair but I'm say it's a bit a mix of 50 50 I would say mm. so we have a lot of international customers um, but not that much from from Far East so uh, we have some good talks here within the European clusters okay you mentioned sustainability. Is that something that comes up a lot more with the conversations with the buyers? Absolutely. Um, the fact of sustainability comes along that we are just realizing that the trend is unstoppable. So we are Stesa, we will until 2030, will have no virgin plastics anymore. So we're coming up with novelties. And I must say the complete fair, I see pretty much as a transformation because everybody needs to transform. And that's what we are doing with brand building, with innovations, with sustainable products, exchanging existing qualities to more sustainable solutions and our internationalization that we are going into new emerging markets within Europe. Okay. When you say emerging markets, ge geographically or channels? No, I mean geographically, because like Tesla is very well known in the central of Europe, um, but there are still countries which are quite underdeveloped. And we are adding now resources to that because th we have now a story to tell. Um, we are not always a Me Too product with our sustainable journey and sustainable alternatives. We can deliver additional value to those markets. Mm. And from what I understand, you've taken some of your best-selling products. I'm thinking about maybe some of the, the packaging tapes, which were made, I guess, for want of a better word, in a, in a traditional way, and you've kind of reformed that, reformulated that into uh, a, a greener solution. It sounds like you're taking a little bit of a, of a risk there, going taking that best-selling product and then making it a sustainable product. I think like we, we're not t seeing it as a risk because like we stay, we we are, we are not questioning uh, the uh, quality. So the quality and the performance of the product will stay itself. But of course, if we're going with 90%, so for, no, let me just go back one backwards. We launched a product with 70% recycled PET post-consumer recycled mm. PET. So we will make now a silent switch from March onwards because like we have now the opportunity to go to 90%. So we will constantly renew our assortment but without uh, jeopardizing the quality. But there is no alternative. It's like mm. we always say like we didn't come that far to only come that far, right? Yeah. Uh, so um, this is the process that we have started 2010 and which will continue for the next years. Yeah. 
I, I hear some buyers say, well, you know, the manufacturers, they shouldn't be telling the whole world about this and ever the wonderful things they're doing. It just be, it should just be a normal part of their business practices. Um, True. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Fully yeah. agree. Yeah. It is like for us, it's like in Italy, our first plant is solvent free. In Offenburg, hmm. our new plant will also be solvent free. We are creating now um, solar panel fields in all of our plants. We already use 100% renewed energy. And by 2013, we will be yeah. CO2 neutral. So, hmm. so there is no going back. And I think like we can have a whole journey. Hmm. But at the end of the day, it is like we need to um, be become sustainable as a company and to act responsibility mm. and otherwise I think like it's not a competitive advantage as well today but in the future you will not survive I'm not doing that mm. Mm. okay so you've got sustainability you've got going into new markets anything else on your agenda for yeah. this year yeah and we're very excited because we're going with a huge tada brand mm. campaign into the mm. market you might have yeah. seen that mm -hmm. here also on our yeah. booth yeah. so uh, we will um, uh, do a big brand campaign we um, go for new target groups as I said geographical growth also new target groups mm. and we will also have a huge campaign all over Central Europe from March onward on the fixation category okay. because like there's a lot of stories and a lot of potential we can gain with our uh, customers together okay just in the general health of the office category I say office I mean sort of the business products so that traditional reseller channel how, how do you view that um, some some challenges or some opportunities or both so after covid um, we just realized that uh, the the volumes were exploding and we are above 2019's level but of course there will be major transitions to that so the future of packaging tapes is like reusable packaging that will question us in, in the next years and we would need to come up with solutions mm. so we need to innovate constantly and with office products there is still a huge need for office products but of course the competitive advantage by being sustainable and having renewable energies and having renewable materials mm. that's really important because yeah. like we will not continue to sell in the next 10 years like we do today yeah okay important point thank you Marcus for your time appreciate that and thank all you. the best thanks for being here so I've just bumped into Gaetano Gallio from Edding on the, the show floor Gaetano good to see you um, hi Andy yeah. good to see you <laughs> Just your impressions of Ambiente 2024? I have to say, um, here at the forum, I have not been um, at the Ambiente, so I haven't had, um, had the opportunity to look at, but um, the place where we are here located at the forum is a very good place. Um, nice location, nice Ambiente, um, good networking event, uh, met a couple of customers, uh, some industry colleagues, so overall I have to say, good to be here. Yeah. Were you here last year or not? Yes, yes, yeah. but on a different place. So mm. it's changing constantly depending yeah. on the, let's say, discussion, negotiation between the, um, let's say, the industry and the Messe Frankfurt. So yeah. at the end, but for this year, I have to say they found a good, good deal, good, good alternative, good place. Yeah. Okay, so I'm hearing that it's a, a vast improvement on, on last year. I have to say yes, mm. from my personal perspective, yeah. yes. Yeah. What about the, sort of the visitor traffic? Are you happy with that? As well. Yes, not more, I have to so far, not more than last year, but the quality is good, the mm -hmm. interest is, uh, is good, um, good talks, and um, so overall for us a good opportunity to present ourselves. Okay. Um, what, is, yeah. what are some of the highlights for Edding in, in 2024? So one of our highlights is, uh, let's say, we have a strong focus on sustainability, mm -hmm. and uh, the recent highlight is uh, we are currently switching our permanent 
aloe barrel marker from virgin to 100% recycled um, aluminium. Mm. And this is what, uh, let's say, we have taken the opportunity to show this uh, for the first time um, okay. worldwide. Yeah. It's our first launch now here. Okay. Yeah. What's the reaction been like? Very positive mm. because it's I knew you'd say that. That's a good one. No, 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 because it, it, it fits perfectly in the strategy of, let's say, the majority of our customers. Mm. Um, where, so when it comes to CO2, CO2 emissions, LCA, and all these mm. kind of, of things. So it, it fits perfectly. We are contributing um, to our CO2 targets yeah. as well to our customers' CO2 targets. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's say it's a win-win. Win-win-win. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, speaking to vendors here, sustainability seems to be one of the hot topics. Indeed. Mm. Indeed it is. And um, specifically for plastic, recycled plastic yeah. is meanwhile known, well known. We see this in many, many products. But for aluminium, for metal, it has been a difficult one um, oh. so far. Uh, but now we we mastered the challenge. Okay. And um, yeah, we've been able now to provide um, to our trade partners our well-known permanent marker, aluminium oh. made out of recycled material. Yeah. So. Okay. We're seeing some issues with the Red Sea. Uh, shipping challenges and those kind of mm -hmm. things and the supply chain yeah. perhaps uh, yeah. rearing its ugly head again. Is, is that impacting you at all? It, 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 it is, yes, but we are still at this moment able to mitigate it as good, um, pretty well by uh, we build up stock. So mm. we increase security level, no, or stock security level, and so on and so forth. So we we have taken some measurement in order to, to mitigate that, mm. but it still needs to be observed on a daily yeah. basis, and there is no guarantee that at a certain moment something yeah. even worse will is going to sure. happen. So, but yeah. for the moment, mm. it is okay. Let's keep yeah. it that way. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Thanks for your time. Appreciate. Thanks, Andy, for the question, and enjoy the fair. Take care. Thanks. Okay, I'm with Julia Uherek from Messe Frankfurt. Julia, great to see you. Um, your impressions of Ambiente 2024? Andy, it's so good to see you. It's good to have you here. So, um, yes, um, Ambiente is running uh, since uh, four days now, and we are quite happy um, what uh, we've seen and what we've developed from last year, last edition to this edition. And um, so there are challenges in the market, as always. Um, and maybe you've heard that uh, we had a, a strike with the uh, public transportation, which hits us quite hard, especially for the uh, German visitors. Um, but uh, today was quite good um, for them. So they uh, came back um, in a huge amount and international wise that was a perfect show. So uh, a lot of international contacts for Ambiente and uh, for Creative World and Christmas World as well because they are running concurrently. Yeah, you wear lots of hats, you've got all these different shows going on. Tell us a little bit about your impressions of Ambiente working. Obviously it's a um, an evolution from from last year oh, uh, yeah. more, more space uh, mm -hmm. what, what's your feeling of how that's gone so um, we had um, we were asked by the industry that um, we uh, should concentrate the um, office supplies much more together so we took them out from 4.2 into a new office con cosmos uh, so to say and it's called the office heroes uh, which is primarily focusing on the office uh, supplies and that is really really good um, 
so um, good um, companies uh, showcasing their latest products and um, we have a new opportunity from this uh, year to develop it much further. Um, our school segment now is with the stationery and gifts uh, segment and we've got really, really good feedback from that client, so they are quite happy. And um, the mixture of the gift segment together with the stationery segment, that worked well as well. Um, as far as I heard from the, um, from the supplier side. I must admit, when I arrived this morning, maybe it's because I haven't been in Frankfurt for four years, I did have a trouble finding where the, where the office part was, and I have heard comments on the stands that perhaps it needs a better signage uh, or more ways of attracting the casual uh, visitor to, to go there uh, rather than just meet people through appointments. You're right, we have to have um, focusing on uh, signage uh, in the future and uh, figure out where people are entering uh, the fairground and then uh, looking for this uh, dedicated uh, product groups to find uh, what they are looking for. Because um, the whole fairground is occupied and we have several product groups and uh, stationery is in the whole 4.2 we have the global sourcing which developed pretty well in hall 10 so this attracts the international buyers and then we have the forum so it is a walk for the buyers to see them all um, and so we have to um, uh, yeah have to focus on that in the next edition definitely and I've, I've just been in the creative world 1.2 Incredible buzz there uh, that shows that uh, that creative sector is alive and well. Um, we've heard that as well from the supplier side, so um, this, this uh, segment is in a good shape. Um, and especially international wise, they are looking for new um, um, uh, buyers, and especially from the US, from South America, from South Africa even from Australia coming over uh, to see the creative uh, suppliers uh, because that is something uh, which the buyers are adding to their uh, assortment they have and so this is a good combination and it's next to the forum with the office supplies so that I think um, can work even in the future. Okay, Julia, thanks for your time. Appreciate uh, you stopping by and saying hello and hope you manage to have uh, some rest after this show because I know it's probably been a really crazy time for you in the last few weeks. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for coming supporting us. And uh, of course, we are right now have a lot of ideas for the 20, um, 25th edition um, next year. So working on that as well right now. Okay, great. Thanks, Julia. Take care. If you have got this far, then thank you for listening to this episode of OPI Talk. Please check out our website, opi.net, for news, interviews, analysis, and much more from the business products world. We've also got a great app that you can download from the App Store or Google Play. Just search for OPI Magazine. And we hope you will join us again soon for another episode of OPI Talk.